Well, the uh, the curse, um, the news that it was broken uh, was actually incorrect. Uh, the curse is back, folks. Uh, we are back to one and two. Uh, but we are also back. Flight Check is back once again. Season one, episode 13 on the show. And uh, you might notice, uh, if you're here with us, uh, two things. One, uh, Nox War actually has a webcam. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually in 1080p. We, uh, we sacrificed Curly so that uh, <laughs> so that <laughs> Nox War could get an HD webcam. That, that No, he's okay. He, uh, he just had to work tonight. So I scrambled uh, home from work myself and figured out all the overlay things and uh, how to stream on Twitch and all this stuff uh, so that we could do a two-man show tonight. Thank you, Curly, for uh, putting together this two-man overlay real fast for us. Yeah, seriously, you're a champ, Curly. He is a champ. Uh, He will hopefully be back with us next week. We're looking forward to having him again. Knox, how was how were things for you this weekend? It was uh, it was another one two. We're back to the one and two ways, uh, you know, and maybe maybe not in a way that we really expected either. I would say uh, definitely not in a way that I expected. <laughs> uh, especially like the Cloud Nine game. I mean, if we're being completely honest, like I I thought that was going to be a loss, right? And right. So we lost that one. Although, and we'll get into it, uh, that loss. Hurt. yeah it was painful. um and so then we go into tsm which i honestly legitimately thought would be our toughest challenge of the weekend and so then we somehow win that one and continue the 3-0 streak against them and i'm like oh i mean this makes no logical sense to me but you know i'm not gonna complain we're like whatever and then just to kind of stab me in the back while i'm not prepared for it we we go and lose to golden guardians which right. you know whatever uh, I mean, after the after the C9 loss, I was just sitting there on the couch just kind of like, well, uh, you know, I, I guess we just move on to the next day. Uh, and then, yeah, we kind of bounced back versus TSM. That was a great game. Uh, I felt like we did a lot of things really well. Um, and then, yeah, the Golden Guardians game, I mean, I just watched that uh, a little bit uh, earlier today. But um, it was just I, – I don't know what it was about that game. I felt like we had a good draft, uh, or at least a decent draft. It wasn't my favorite draft of all time. Uh, but Golden Guardians is a team that, on paper, we should be beating, I'd say, nine times out of ten, right? And this, I guess – I, I would – 9.5 times out of yeah. ten, to be completely honest, like, if you were truly asking me. Yeah, so I guess this is the uh, the point five of the ten that we uh, – <laughs> You know, so that's just it's just frustrating to uh, to lose to them. Like again, I, I I'm the one who always ends up shading Golden Guardians super hard. <laughs> um, but and I'm I but you. Well, I mean, you and me both. We're both guilty of that. I, I promise I'm not trying to. Uh, I promise I'm not trying to do that too much. Um, but like losing to Golden Guardians legitimately is not good. Like you just don't want to do that. Um, Apparently, I am very quiet, so I'm going to boost my gain up a little bit. Let's see. 
Hopefully that helps, folks. Uh, yeah, Curly's in the chat, but not on the show. I don't know exactly how that works. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna give his tech, he's gonna give his uh, his takes via the chat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if if Knox is quiet too, somebody uh, please let us know, and uh, you know we'll. Yeah, we we killed Curly for HD webcam Knox is what we did. Um, <laughs> it but was a worthy sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like losing to Golden Guardians. Uh, I'm going to use the word unacceptable um, for a team that has such high aspirations and is looking to, you know, go certain places. Like, you just can't lose to that team. Um, you have to beat no, them. No, you, you cannot. Um, so, all right. Well, so let's just take it, uh, you know, we'll just start with the... Game by game? Game by game. We'll go game by game. Uh, Cloud9, so we lost. Uh, then the next day... Uh, <laughs> uh yeah so cloud nine yeah um uh, there's not much to talk about here for being completely like, honest, like what right? do you even want to say about this game like for yeah so for me like my main takeaways from this game is perks just per perks showed up this week right yeah, yeah yeah and don't get me wrong like the expectation is like if perks shows up i i think we can usually agree a majority of the league community will agree like all right we're not gonna be up to that standard yeah however it's like you, you expect some form of pushback at least and it was just constant like loss after loss after loss and i mean literally that's what it is it was a perfect game for cloud nine mm -hmm. and no 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 fan of any team ever wants to see their team get perfect game no right. matter who they're playing against yeah of course and not. so it was just at some point it was like please get something please get something please get something <laughs> yeah and then we never got it right and so i think the only solace i can really take out of it is if you guys if you if anyone goes back and watches uh like the pro views or like you go on twitter and you you can see like snapshots of like the perks pro view because apparently that was a pro view that was like free for that game yeah and you could see the FlyQuest members like licorice and like jose diodo and palafox like joking in the all chat like can you like leash gromp for me or like remember <laughs> the good times guys when i was on cloud nine and was... <laughs> so at least the guys were taking it lighthearted. it was one of those things like okay at a certain point i don't know what point that was but at a certain point they were like okay ff10 this match right, and right. just go next so yeah at least yeah, I, that's the smallest solace I can take out of the game. Is it worthy solace? Probably not, but that's what I'm taking away from it. Yeah, yeah, two two things from there. Like, one, I did see on the webcams, you know, it seemed like everyone was kind of joking around, having a laugh. Like, at some point, they just knew the game was over, and they just needed C9 to close it out. Um, but then, I guess maybe the question I have is, like, Yes, that's good that you are kind of keeping a positive mental and you're not getting absolutely you just you're not mental booming over a loss like that, right? Um but in another way, I kind of would want them to maybe get a little mad about like getting destroyed in such a way. I, I don't know yeah, how no, you feel, I... but like like I'm all for, you know, trying to like, you know, <laughs> wow this is gonna sound depressing i'm all for laughing through the pain um, <laughs> um i'm all uh you know don't worry i can talk to someone um <laughs> we, we got a therapist don't yeah we, we have yeah we have a flight check therapist um yeah i'm all i'm all, all for having a positive mental attitude absolutely but a loss like that and i'm glad that they came back the next day versus tsm um mm -hmm. and you know 
played consistently, played well, looked very strong. Um, continued our winning ways against TSM, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. But I would have maybe preferred to see them look a little angrier. Uh, you know, like a little, you know, there weren't really any tweets about it. You know, like, it would have been nice to see something from, I think management and coaches all did say something about like, yeah, like really rough loss or whatever. Um, mm. But it would have been nice to see something from them, from the players being like, yeah, we know that was unacceptable. That was horrific. You know, won't happen again. Just something like that, you know? Cool. Well, then that kind of just stems from the fact that our players just don't talk on social media at all. Like, if you right. look at, like, Johnson's page, his last tweet's from January, I'm pretty sure. Like, Palafox is probably the most – Palafox and Jose Diodo are probably the most vocal players on Twitter or yeah. social media in general. Yeah, and even then, Jose's is, like, all Spanish, which is fine. It's just right. I, I that's can't – his audience. Obviously – yeah, that's his audience. I can't uh, relate to that at all, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I would love, right. I would love to, but uh, I, in terms of people that I can relate to on the team, the most talkative person is Palafox. In which case, he still doesn't even tweet that much. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not surprised there was not a tweet or response to that game at all. Um, but no, I, I actually agree with you, Sandy. It would be nice to see like some kind of pushback. They're going, God, we got to get it together or yeah. something. But yeah, got to at do the better. same time. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how much there is to go. Uh, I could not tell if Perks was BMing in his interview because his interview, he was like, uh, yeah, I haven't played LeBlanc in a month. Yeah. Uh, you know, haven't played her in scrims or in solo queue. And I'm just like, please be BMing. Please be BMing. <laughs> like, if that's the I... case, then that's just some disgusting work uh, from Perks. I... Right there, so. What's terrible is I actually think he is not i like i think he's telling the truth on that because he did the exact same thing to demonte right yeah. like yeah. he whipped out the leblanc he's like i've been practicing this and absolutely just whooped <laughs> yeah demonte's butt that game right yep. and i don't remember it was the second one i think the second hundred thieves cloud nine match and it was just ugly and yeah. so I, I i don't doubt him when he says i haven't played it in a month and i'm just like oh, no God, i don't, don't either say that no, please either. don't say that <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna pull up the uh, pulling up Gamepedia real fast just to look at. So I think, yeah, not much to say on that game. So let's move on to FlyQuest TSM. Uh, the, the, the one bright spot. The one bright spot of the week. Now, if I'm being honest, um, I, you know, I think I predicted in the uh, FlyQuest Discord pickums that run by uh, Pickum Commissioner Knoxwar himself. Um, that FlyQuest was probably going to lose this game. And I was predicting a 1-2 and the one win uh, coming against Golden Guardians. So I think that maybe adds on to my frustration uh, over the Golden Guardians loss is that this could have easily been a 2-1 week again. Um, and that would have mm -hmm. been really good for us. Uh, that would have tied us with Immortals. We would have caught two games up with Evil Geniuses out of sixth place. Um it, it would have been huge for the overall standings if we yeah. had taken that win against Golden Guardians. It would have been huge, especially with us playing Immortals next week. Like, right. I well, don't that know game... how to stress how imperative that was. Yeah, and we'll get to that game because it's, it's going to be a huge one for us. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you look at the standings right now, uh, there's a real separation going on. Like, the top half of the league is really separating itself from the bottom half. Yeah. Um, you know, Cloud9, 100 Thieves, and TSM 
are either four and two or five and one. Uh, you know, they're pulling away from TL, from Dignitas, from EG, especially from us and Immortals. Um, mm-hmm. CLG is uh, hilariously the worst team so far in I summer. Don't uh, understand that team, dude. Believe I, it. I, at this point, we're gonna have to stop memeing Golden Guardians. <laughs> I think cause... CLG is the new meme. I think they are the new, uh, the new F tier team at this point. Which is crazy because, like, you look at and it, we're not gonna turn this into the CLG podcast, but I just my mind is blown <laughs> at this team, and the talent that's on it, and how they cannot get it together. They just yeah, like, they just seem to not. Yeah, it's just. I don't know how you get a roster of veterans like that together and they just do not perform at a slightly more consistent basis. I totally get them not running the table, right? I I would not expect them to go to what we've played 24 games so far. I wouldn't expect them to be at a 15, you know, 9, you know, 16, 8. Uh, I'd expect honestly, them to be more, I, a 12, 12. I had them. But, yeah, I had them right where Evil Geniuses is. When yeah. I, like when the year was starting, I was like, they're going to be a, a sixth place, maybe fifth place team. Yeah. And that's where I thought they'd be. So, and then they're sitting here at ninth with a six and 18 record mm-hmm. with Golden Guardians about to catch them at this rate. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Golden Guardians is two and four in Summer Safar and CLG's one and five. So, uh, yeah. So that just goes to show uh, those are must win games, right? If Golden Guardians is better than CLG. Uh, you know, then you absolutely got to beat them and, and beat both CLG and Golden Guardians. Uh, but yep. the TSM anyway, game, t- yeah, TSM, yes. TSM, it's so easy to get distracted in all these minutiae. So, <laughs> uh, so we get the Viego again, and this was an yep. interesting, um, this was an interesting comp, right? So it's Viego, Udir, Silas, Kogma, Lulu. Um, and there was a lot about this game that I really liked, and there were a few things that I did not. Um, so I loved the Silas pick, uh, for Power Fox. I love Honestly, it's it's his signature pick at this point. It is the go-to pick. If we could put him on Silas almost every game, you know, if it fit, like, whatever comp we were going for, I would. I Mm -hmm. just, he's so freaking good on this champ. Um, the Kog'Maw was interesting. Um, I actually like the switch up. I think it was something that TSM didn't prep for. I I agree, and I want to point out that hard stomped is not the right word, but bot lane did so well in this TSM they, game. They had priority the whole game. They were they, they were aggressive. Let, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like sometimes you'll see these teams pick a bot lane like Cog Lulu. And not be aggressive, not poke out, not do all this stuff um, that they should be doing with this lane. And Johnson and Dreams did exactly what they needed to do with these picks. I mean, I remember there was one wave that was like 15 minions that they crashed against uh, the tower. The tower, yep. Yeah, that they crashed against tier one bot. And uh, Lost could barely, uh, could barely farm them. Um, so got ahead early there. Uh the Viego, Licorice did get ganked a lot. Sir ganks a lot up there, uh, or Sir, the, Sir the ganked Dyrus two point Yeah, Licorice is basically our Dyrus. Uh, kind of rough. Um, I think he even acknowledged it in the uh, 
interview afterwards saying something about like yeah they really hate me so they just like came up top you know he even tweeted it he he tweeted out please stop diving me yeah yeah i mean i think maybe that goes to show the respect that opponents are giving him that they do want to put him behind as much as possible um but he had his revenge some really good uh plays later in the game um but yeah so this was a fun comp I liked it, and uh, yeah, I mean, what were your thoughts? What what did you see in this game? So I, I liked a. I'll say it again. I really liked the the Juggernaut duo down bot lane. I don't think TSM was prepared for that, mm-hmm. so I think that really took them off guard. Um, <clears throat> I think it was kind of odd that TSM just let VA go through for us yet again. Mm-hmm. Granted, I mean they punished it, so I think that was part of their plan. Yeah. But the other thing was the Silas. Like y'all let Silas through again for us. Like it's. Again, one of the best picks for Palafox this yeah. entire year. Not even the split, but the year. Yeah. So I don't know. At a certain point, y'all got to start. Like, don't get me wrong. I I know we're not a high ranked team or anything, and you could probably not give us a hundred percent respect. But right. if you're getting, you're gonna let Palafox have Silas. You are asking for trouble. Like straight up. Like don't put that much disrespect on my man. Yeah. So overall, I, I, I thought the comp was fine. Um, and I a lot of it just really felt like the bot lane just took advantage of TSM's bot lane. I don't think they were prepared for that. And then they were like, okay, well, we'll go top lane and shut Licorice down. In which case, they were doing a good job of that. And I've got some fair amount of criticism for Licorice and the fact that he was not playing a proper weak side. Okay. Uh, we, we can get into that in Golden Guardians as well because he didn't sure. do well there either. Um but really, it was just the bot lane took over. Jose Diota did his thing. Palafox did his thing. And then Licorice was technically still doing his job by being the bait down in the side lane or whatever it was, even though he was doing a great job at it. And it yeah. just let FlyQuest do their thing. And we had a couple of int moments in the jungle where we decided to go for 5v5s. And I said, why are we fighting there? And TSM won it. <laughs> but then TSM went full dumb trying to go for Baron multiple times when it was like, we win these 5v5s. And that is literally the game-winning fight is you can see TSM start Baron for like the fourth, third or fourth time. Hmm. And it's like, I, I remember I was sitting there and I was like, guys, what? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not even fans of you, but why are you starting this Baron? FlyQuest yeah. is going to come in and just roll you. And then we did and then the game was done i was like you know what wasn't expected to take that w this weekend i'll take it and yeah that was all i looked at yeah i mean i remember seeing them i think they started up baron like three times right and yeah it was like three or four it, yeah, was, like, it was like it was like good god guys give it, it a like rest three times yeah and i was like hey, maybe they were thinking oh yeah third time is the charm uh you know we'll get it this time and then yeah we just came in and kind of wiped it um and that was really good and it's I mean, that puts us at a 3-0 versus TSM for the season, which is great. Like, if you did that in a mm-hmm. best of five, man, that would We're be... We're good! Yeah, that would be rad. <laughs> I mean, that's a best of five right there. That's a big upset. Um, but I think that result and the Golden Guardians result just goes to show a bit of my frustration with the team so far this year is, is you know, 3-0 uh over tsm and then if you look at um you know the rest of the some of the other matches that you know we've done you know 2-1 like we've dropped a game to golden guardians we've lost both our spring matches to immortals uh we're Mm -hmm. one and two against eg 
um, zero and three against Dignitas. Uh, you know, we're, we're zero and three against everyone above us outside, or not zero and three, but zero and two or zero and three above every against everyone above us outside of TSM. Is yeah, what it is. and even like hundred thieves, you know, back in spring when they didn't have Abadage, I feel like they're like you absolutely could have the way they were playing with Rioma and Demonte, they could have. FlyQuest could have taken a game off of 100 Thieves. So it just feels like there were a lot, of, there's been a lot of missed opportunities so far. Um, yes. And again, it's, you know, a win over Golden Guardians puts us at four and two for summer, you know, doing exactly what we kind of were asking for, which is go two and one or three and oh every single week, um, which is what you need to do uh, in order to put yourself in a decent playoff position. As it stands, uh, counter logic gaming is so bad that it might not matter <laughs> we might be okay. we might be yeah. able to you know we'll probably be fine just because they and golden guardians are so significantly worse right now than everyone else and obviously there's time for that to change up um but for now i think we should be counting uh, what's the phrase you know uh counting our lucky star is that what it is um uh, counting our lucky stars yeah yeah counting our lucky stars that clg and golden guardians are so significantly uh worse than than us so that's what i would have to say about that um did you have any yeah, other no, thoughts I, on the tsm game i just i if we could play like that all the time like don't get me wrong we had mistakes in that tsm game like we took some dumb fights here and there but for the most part, we had good objective setups, and we had good lane priority, and Jose Diodo was moving around the jungle properly, and it just, we looked solid. Like, yeah. we looked like probably a, debatably a top four team in that TSM match. Yeah. And so, I don't know what it is. Five, yeah. yeah, at least top five. Maybe top four is a little ambitious, but, like, at least the top five team, right? And so, I don't know what we need to do to have that consistency in that TSM match and then spread it out amongst all our other games well i i don't know what needs to be I, done i can tell you one thing we need to do uh when dreams uh is playing tom kench don't tp into the middle of a bunch of golden guardians <laughs> you, uh, yep you know hurt. exactly the moment i'm dude i saw i watched this match like literally an hour ago and I was looking at the draft, and I was like, okay, I know this game wraps up, you know, around the 26-minute mark. So how do we lose this? Like, just straight up, how do we lose this game? And then I watched Dreams TP into the middle of the Golden Guardians and give up first mm -hmm. blood. And I'm just like, excuse me? Uh, yeah. Dreams, are, are you good? You good, bro? Like, what's going on? Um, that was like... I don't know if that was bad comms um, or what. So actually, but... I was going to say this game looked like the main reason that we lost it was comms. And I, I have multiple specific instances to point out, but let's gonna finish your point first. No, I was going to say, let's get into it. I, it's just like that was um, the game was messy. Uh, it was the complete opposite. It's like, it was like I was watching a completely different team from the TSM game. Uh, you know, we looked aggressive versus tsm we were being proactive making plays uh all the things that like i've wanted to s see and you know i have said on this show multiple times i want us to play aggressive i want us to be proactive and then we draft senna tom kench and it's just like which 
is still okay. It's, it's still, still an okay, okay pick. but it's like it's not an aggressive bot lane. Um, you know, you're going, you're you're going for late game. You put Licorice on the Nar, and I'm so tired of seeing this man play Nar. Um, <laughs> could have, and I don't know if like it didn't work out just in terms of draft timing, um, but. Because we had already picked the Senna, and I think I think we went Senna Akali with our first pick, and then you yeah, kind of you have to pick the Tom Kench at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. But after the first ban phase, Viego was still up. Um, yes, and I would have preferred Licorice on the Viego. We know how good this champion is. We know what he can do on it. Um, we know that he is a much better uh, laner than Solo. Um, and I think he could have done a lot of damage if we had adjusted the, the picks and taken the Viego instead of the Akali uh, and then just, you know, looked for something else to put Palafox on. Maybe, yeah. See, I don't I, I don't know. Like, granted, this may be partially the league community right now, but everyone in the league community is like, Akali is way too OP. Well, like, if, oh, that's I... the, if that's the case, then just ban her in the next phase, right? It, like, if you don't want to play against her, Actually, we were red side, so we could have picked her. Uh, we could have picked her anyway, because they had. If I'm looking at pick band history, they, 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 they went Leeson, Rumble, Ezreal, and they right. saved their mid lane counter pick till the very last, and it was yeah. a set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ended up taking the set uh, top lane. Um, yeah, oh yeah, so, yeah I, I guess they, it was, a, was it Leeson mid? Yeah, it ended up being Leeson mid because they they basically had a ton of flex possibility between the. Uh, between the set, the rumble, and the Lee Sin, uh, they just had so much flex, uh, so many flex picks going on, which was really good. I mean, that's your uh, that's your Enero draft right there. Uh, just, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. It's one of those things, like, because I'm also terrified. Like, what if you give the Akali over to a Blaze Olive? I'm not really. Like, do you, do, do you just ban? Here, here, think, actually, you, you know, just, here, my, just, you want to know my issue? I think you just ban the Akali in phase two, right? That You just do that. You, you want to know what my issue is? <laughs> What's the issue? <laughs> I, I've noticed this. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh-huh. Guess what top lane ban we consistently ban all the time? Uh, all right, hang on. I'm going to look. So I'll give, you a, I'll give you a little hint. It's a certain champion that our top laner refuses to play. Yeah, Renekton. Yes. Yes. We, we consistently ban Renekton. It's our it's our first ban every single time. Like it doesn't matter if we ban it first on blue. Uh, this past week, we banned it. Uh, first ban on blue versus C9 and TSM, and then it was our our first ban after the Gwen ban on red. And then last week, it yeah we banned it. Yeah, we ban it in the first phase every we single time. We ban it every first rotation. Every, every first single rotation. time. And I'm looking, so, it's like even back to spring. Like, uh, yeah, like no matter what, if we don't ban it first rotation, we're probably banning it second rotation. So, okay, this raises a really interesting question, and thank you for bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Why the hell do we not play Renekton? And why are we so scared to play against a Renekton? So, to the first question, like, what is why do we not? Why do we not play it? Yeah, 
that question is probably more relevant towards spring because I don't think it's as huge of a pick now. It's not, not that it's not it's a relevant not. question, but it, it was what, probably more you, prevalent back in spring. And if you would listen to the Church of LS, uh, Renekton has never been good. So <laughs> Supposedly, yes. <laughs> Supposedly. But, but it still warrants a ban in the first phase every single game for some reason. That, that's the important thing that I want an answer to is yeah. currently I feel like for whatever reason, Licorice cannot play this champion and he cannot play against this champion. Yeah. And I want to know the reason why. It is not a champion that I ever see being a huge, huge problem in most games. Don't get me wrong. You have the rare occasional like pop off or necking game. And yeah, that happens. But in a majority, of games, it's not, it's not your Ezreal's currently. It's not your Akali's currently. It's just a solid top it's, lane pick. It's not even your what? Gwen's currently like Gwen it, yes. is absolutely a champ. You should be banning, you know, straight away. If you're on red side, you have to ban the Gwen. Um, you know, and the people who let it through are usually kind of sad when they do. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, no, and exactly. And so why is it that like, if you don't want to play it right now, that's fine. I have no issues with that. Yeah. I probably had a bigger issue with it in spring, but if you don't want to play it right now, whatever, cause it's not hugely in meta, but right. why are you banning it? Yeah. Well, I mean, what's interesting is that, um, okay. So I'm looking at summer. Uh, and maybe this is this is a question that's maybe for not just us, but for the entire LCS. Uh, Renekton has a 93% uh, pick ban uh, ratio. It's he's in been, summer. In summer, 93%. Wow. And in 28 games that he's appeared in some shape or form. He has been banned in 25 of those games. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe my prerogative is wrong, and he's actually super overpowered right now. And well, I just and haven't the, but then ironi that. ironically, in the three games that he has played, he hasn't won. So, <laughs> so he's oh, got are a, you kidding me? He's got a 0% win rate. <laughs> um, and then who has played him? Uh, Perks, Pobelter, and Solo have all played. Oh, that. yeah, because Perks played that 0-7 game, so that yep. really was bad. Yeah. Then Pobelter also played him and had a really bad game. And, and then, then who was the third one? Solo played him. Um, and that's just a crappy team. And that game was So it's against, two... It's uh, two... Th that was a loss against CLG, yeah. And it was going into a Gwen, so... Yeah. Okay, so two really bad mid lane picks, and then a team... Granted, playing another team that's really bad, but playing into a Gwen. <laughs> yeah. I, it, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, the sample size is not good, but it's very interesting that it has such a high ban rate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got the same presence as Gwen. I mean, like, here's the champs that are... that have crazy high presence right now. I mean, Rumble and Lee Sin have 100% presence they're either banned or picked. Um, Udyr still cannot get rid of this champion for some god. <laughs> You're still so upset about it. <laughs> it's like it's less bad now because like uh, Turbo Chem Tank isn't as good. I, I think they nerfed Turbo Chem Tank um, or something. They did, yes. Like you don't have like the crazy fast walking man anymore. <laughs> you don't see like no. super speed Udyr anymore. Um, so it's not as BS. But it's still, like, such a... Oh, I'm so tired of this champion. Uh, <laughs> especially because we like to... Jose likes to play him a lot. And I would much rather see him on 
something exciting like a Lee Sin or anything. Even though Lee Sin mm-hmm. is not great in jungle right now. Anyway, uh, Licorice on Nar. That's where we left off. And begging the question of, so I, I think us picking a Kali is fine, but it begs the question of, my original question, why are we banning Renekton? Yeah. Well, and I then I think that brings then back to the question that I had was, was like, uh, why the Nar? Why not um, go for the Viego instead? I just, you know, make that, because I think we ended up banning the Viego there. If I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah, we did. Oh, no, they did. They did. Yeah, it was they did. it was their last ban. We banned the Bard and LeBlanc for some reason, and uh, well, we were terrified of the I, LeBlanc. I did say Kirk's that when I did my yeah. VOD review earlier. I was like, oh, looks like we've got a little PTSD over uh, LeBlanc. But I mean, a Blaze Olive's LeBlanc versus Perks's mm-hmm. LeBlanc. Perks LeBlanc, not the same. Uh, yeah, not the same. Uh, yeah, not they're built differently. You might say. And then the Bard ban was super weird to me as well. I didn't so. Actually, Chime is a one-trick bard. Well, I shouldn't say one-trick. He's in LCS yeah, okay, yeah. now. But before but becoming really... Academy LCS, okay. he was a one-trick bard. So okay. that's why. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know Chime super well, so that's very fair. And His name is literally off of the Chimes from bard. You know, I should have known. That makes so <laughs> much more sense. Uh, I like the name. Uh, I hope he does well. I'm always hyped for any talent. Um and I do have a soft spot for Bard players. I think it's a very cool champion. Um, okay, well, it makes more sense that we ban the Bard. Unfortunate that we had to drop a ban there. Um, but yeah, that I happens. just... I feel like uh, we could have taken... Because, like, Silas doesn't get banned here, right? I mean, what would you think about taking, I mean, Silas works here taking, like, taking the Viego instead of the Akali right and then going for the Silas later and then like we ban the Akali or like they they basically have to choose between banning Akali or Silas and we take what whatever's left Yeah, it gets kind of weird because they decided to just leave both up and they decided to take the Akali. Akali beats Silas in lane. If I yeah, and then I guess you just take something else into the Akali um, instead of Silas. But Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I it's just one feel, of those things. I, any way you spin it, I feel like there must have been some other way to get Licorice on something other than Gnar. Uh, and I'm going to keep beating this dead Yordle until <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> Until we get him on something more proactive. Like, the Viego. Like, he's great on the Viego. If Gwen ever gets through, get him on Gwen. Um, so. I, I think, don't get me wrong, I'm not a huge fan of the Nar pick, but the the thing I was even less a fan of was Licorice's play itself, if you sure. want to start getting into the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk game. We talked draft for, like, 15 minutes there. So, so. besides the Dreams TP, uh, what were some other... Uh, moments in time that you want to point out so we came top we get a kill onto solo which is a good counter it was a clean then, dive it was a very clean it was dive. a clean dive it was fine minus the jose flashing the rumble ult when yeah that probably gonna walk through it, but whatever it's not fine. that big of a deal um the really other big moment of miscommunication or lack of communication some form of 
bad communication, I guess you could say, comes at the dragon fight. And hold on, I'm like looking at the VOD as I'm scrolling and talking right now. <laughs> it's the second Drake, okay? Okay, yeah. So at the, it's at the second Drake. And basically, you can see we start the dragon and basically no one's there. We still have the Akali in mid lane. We still have, uh, it's, it's like Jose Diodo and everyone else kind of like right there in the dragon pit. And then we have two people up in mid lane and then we have someone's like getting pushed off in the bot lane and we just we get separated and we can't even take the fight and then we still go for it anyway and i'm just like guys you gotta learn that you did not get a proper drake setup and you just gotta let it go yeah and from there it just started snowballing so there was a lot of like and you can watch this right you can literally see at that moment golden guardians comes in and just completely walls us off from each other and it's just like okay weird like i there's got to be someone calling out this thing on the map where it's just like we're walled off from each other this is a bad fight just give the objective and we'll come back again later because at the end of the day like we should theoretically be the better team fighting team with mm -hmm. a senna and a kali uh volibear and an r like that is a huge team fighting team yeah I was... so i just back off come at it again in a little bit yeah and i i could be wrong on this but the yeah we should have looked for a lot more team fights it felt like because it was a very low kill game just in, like on our side right we didn't go for a lot of fights like we went for that dive early um but it felt like we almost respected them too much and like this is not a team that you should be giving a ton of respect to like we're just better than them i i think that's fair to say maybe that's cocky but like you have to kind of have that attitude you know, as a team, you have to start saying like, "Look, we're just better than these guys, and we know it, and we can beat them." Um, and so, that's, yeah. and it feels like that's the attitude that they went in uh, to the TSM match with, right? Um, yeah, no, for sure. And like, you got to carry that over. Uh, and then, yeah, it. I think you were right about the comms looking a little sus, just like not being on the same page. Uh, some of those Drake setups being a little rough. I'm trying to remember. I think Johnson. I could be really wrong about this. Johnson, like, barely used his ult all game. Um, I think he used it, like, maybe twice. Um, he, and... he actually had a fair amount of times he used it, but there was only, like, two times where it was, like, really, like, that was a good ult. Right, so yeah. It that just may felt be what like, you're remembering. Yeah, it just never felt like the Senna, and maybe it just, you know, the game didn't go long enough for her to have a real effect. Um but it just felt like the Senna just really did not do a ton. And it was like the opposite of uh, the the bot lane that I had seen yesterday, where they were proactive, aggressive, grabbing priority. Um, and obviously, like, Senna TK is not going to have, like, a ton of priority in lane, right? You're kind of like... Yeah, no. You're, they, you're they were getting pushed in via yeah. Ezreal Recon. Yeah, like, so you're never going to have priority as Senna TK. But, like, there's, to some extent you can i think you can mitigate that to a bit um because senna does have a lot of poke going on so so i was just not super pleased with the bot lane in that game um or at least with dreams and johnson's performance but yeah i again for me the biggest defender was a licorice still um just did not play weak side did not respect solo i think honestly solo smurfed licorice this game if we're being completely wow honest. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, 
Yeah. And I, again, if yeah. you want, I'm not just saying that, like I will point out examples right now. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> and so like twice, he gets ganked twice in the top lane, right? Yeah. And so the first time like flash gets blown and it's honestly just a good game from iconic, which is something else I want to mention here in a second. Yeah. But, uh, then he comes back and completely disrespects the fact of the possibility of iconic just like oh i'll swing back here in about 45 seconds and i'll just say i'll do the same thing again yep like literally it's like the spongebob meme like you want to watch me do it again <laughs> that was like that was literally iconic and so <laughs> L- licorice comes in and he gets killed again and then uh just it was like what are you doing you're not playing weak side and you can go look at the tsm game and like he had two yeah he, he had two deaths in the tsm game where it was like why are you there? You're right. playing weak side. You should know that you're getting camped. Back off. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. Licorice's play uh, this weekend was just. I'm trying to be positive here, but what you like, could the first word that comes to mind was abysmal. Oh, I was just gonna go with uh, a little sus, but <laughs> that's I, I, yeah. And I know, like I, I wish I could be a little more positive, but oh, yeah. Licorice did not look good this weekend at yeah, all. Fair, like yeah. he's he's not living. Uh, at least this weekend, he is not living up to the price that Flake was paid to get his buyout. Well, straight up. Do you think? Uh, do you think part of that is the people around him, or like maybe um, he's getting revealed as like the player that he always was, and he was getting propped up by the good players around him at Cloud Nine, or do you think he's legitimately uh, just like having a slump? You know, I, I think so. I think he is a good player. I think the spring was basically outside of a couple games here or there. Like he he looked he looked okay. Like his solo performances in games were decent. Right. In which case, I mean, when you're buying him out from Cloud Nine, though, I kind of expect a higher performance rate. But like, it's nothing to like complain complain about, right? It's just like it should be noted. Like I kind of expect a little more from you, but whatever. There are other glaring issues that we need to address. And then coming into the summer, and we go. 2-1 the first week, which he didn't really stand out outside of that Gwen game. Like, that Gwen game was, like, beauty, right? <laughs> right, the yeah. other two games, The other two games were kind of just like, okay, you're here, you're doing your job, whatever. Yeah. And then, so it, it, may, it may be just this weekend, right? But that tailored with the fact that he's not had a super, or he has not met my expectations of what I want from him in spring, on top of the fact that this Renekton ban thing is bothering the absolute hell out of me. I am mm. just like... Oh, dude, you are making me really question you right now. Like, granted, let, let's wait till the next weekend. He may have just had a really, really bad weekend this weekend, but damn, it was a bad weekend for Licorice. I mean, it's and I say that I say that lovingly too. It, it's it's interesting to me that um, to say like one more thing about the Renekton ban. I know we've talked about no, no, for sure, a lot. But like, what's interesting to me about those bans is that we are doing them on blue side. And if Renekton mm-hmm. is supposedly so good as to be banned 25 out of 28 games, um, or 25 out of 30 games, and then picked in three by LCS teams, uh, then why are we not going for it on blue side and, like, forcing red side to ban it, right? Like, if, mm-hmm. if it's that good, why are we using a ban on blue side when we can just like first pick it or something um here, here and the other thing is you have to consider that i bet you most at least most teams should if they're doing proper analyst work no one bans renekton against us which frees up another ban for whatever else they want to throw it on right yeah i mean they they probably 
realize like look they ban Renekton every single game um they ban yeah so yeah uh it's interesting. But no, I, yeah, I, interesting. I, I don't mean to harp on licorice, but like, no, I, just, I don't think we are. This guy's meant to be the veteran of our team. I, I, I don't know. Now if we've I mean got now we've got veteran greedy and wanting two. higher expectations or what? But we've got veteran number two now. Dreams, you know, he's uh, true. He's, I think he's probably stepping into that role. Uh, Which I, I think he's warming up to it. Uh, yeah. He hasn't looked terrible so far at all. No, I think Dreams has looked really good. I would go so far as to say he's probably looked better than Diamond. Yes, I, w- I would agree with that. I really hate to say that. I You guys know I love uh, myself some Diamond. Um, but, yeah, I think Dreams has looked better so far. Um, do we want to... Oh, I know what next segment we're going to move on to. We're going to move on to a little segment called Curly's Absentee Takes. <laughs> so, thankfully, uh, our man uh, on the scene, Curly, uh, left us with some takes uh, to go over. Uh, I, I, I love uh, stuff left out from when I come home from work and mom's not home yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, all right. Here's the first one. So, we'll, we'll just hit these super duper fast. Um, okay, so he's. This actually helps us segue into next week's games. Um, so because these are all, I didn't. I'll be honest. I did not read these takes ahead of time. I just saw that he sent them, and now I'm reading them for the first time, which is probably good because they're blind, right? I don't know what the takes are. I, I could read them, and then you can get your gather your thoughts if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so, well, this will help us just talk about the games next week. Um, okay. Which. So let's preface that with, oh boy, this is going to be a tough weekend. Um, it's Team Liquid, 100 Thieves, and Immortals. They, all three could beat us. Could we beat all three? I don't know. Um, but let's start, let's start with Curly's take on TL. Curly says... We can beat TL. Given the right champs, I believe we have better solo laners, and we just need to make sure Jose Diodo is able to secure objectives or early ganks that result in kills. Particularly if we give Palafox a carry and a good lead, he can carry hard. Please don't give Licorice Lee Sin. <laughs> He's a good player, but there are better champs for him. Um, Alright, so I'm gonna agree on the Lee Sin part. I'd rather see yeah. I'd rather see Palafox or Jose on Lee Sin uh than Licorice. Uh Jose, I am not uh worried about him securing objectives. He really uh does well at going for drag, you know, pre seven minutes. He really just he goes for that all the time, and it's really good to see. Um Given the right champs, I believe we have better solo laners. So he's basically saying Palafox better than Jensen and Licorice better than currently uh, Jenkins. Jenkins. Uh, yeah, because it's not Alfari right now. Uh, hope whatever is going on for him that he figures things out um, and that uh, things resolve themselves. But in the meantime, we might have an opportunity to uh, beat TL because of that. So <laughs> I'm not going to complain too much. Um, okay. Yeah, Nox, thoughts on Team Liquid? Um, I personally even with jenkins being in i still don't feel great about uh, our odds here 
Uh, yeah. So my main issue with TL right now is I, I actually agree with Curly for the most part, uh, at least on the top lane side. And then Jensen has not particularly impressed me. Mm-hmm. Granted, I've not been a Jensen lover anyway. Y'all have heard my takes on him in the past about how if TL actually wants to have international success, they need to get rid of Jensen. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jensen's not particularly impressed me at all. He's just solid. He's, okay. he's solid, which is great. Right. Um, but that's all that he is. He's solid. So yeah. by all means, if Palafox is having a very on game, I actually do think he can surpass Jensen. Sure. And then for the most part, with Licorice is not having a slump weekend like this past weekend, I think he is generally better than Jenkins. So I, on that point, I actually agree with Curly for the most part. I think it's absolutely possible. Where the issue lies is... Jose Diodo versus Santorin. At least so far, granted, I know TL's dropped games, but Santorin has looked good this mm, summer. Interesting. He's looked really good this summer, I feel. Yeah. Um, I've been very impressed with his play. I've been very impressed with his pathing. Uh, I just, he's currently, for me personally, he's looking better than Blabber right now. Yeah. Um, so that's where it's really going to kill us. And that, that's something I'm going to highlight in the uh, flight check weekend forecast later this weekend is just we've got to figure out a way to shut down Santorin because okay. if Santorin's able to do whatever he wants, that's immediately game over for us. Um, so that that's my main issue. I think, honestly, our bot lane – our bot lanes look solid so far this summer. I think they, they can hold stable against Tactical and Core JJ. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to win that matchup, but I think they can hold stable. I think Licorice can beat Jenkins. I think if Palafox is on and then Jensen's just playing normal, I think we could have two winning lanes. But really, the scared matchup I have is Jose Diodo versus Santorin. Okay. No, I yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I'm giving this... I'm giving us like a 35-65 in terms of a FlyQuest win here. That's how I'm feeling. Um, I'm feeling 30-70, so we're about the same range. Yeah, okay, I think that's fair. Um, I do think that I think there's a world where just like Johnson outperforms tactical. I'm not super high on tactical personally. Um, and yeah, I think, I think licorice can outlane Jenkins if he, you know, plays up to the standard that we know he can. So I think it's possible. Uh, I think it would require a really good draft. I don't think if we ran that Golden Guardians draft uh, that we would win uh, versus Liquid, but yeah, we'd probably get our bot lane would get pushed in, and that would yeah. be the collapse. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. So I'd rather see something like the Cog Lulu. Uh, you know, again, get priority for the bot lane, something like that. And yeah. I would say something similar for Hundred Thieves. Curly says, "I wish I could confidently say we win this." They're too strong right now, though, and that's okay for me. <laughs> I'm fine sure. with losing as long as we learn from it so we win the next time. All right, so TLDR, uh, Curly says, lose is improve. Uh, where, where are you at, 100 Talk Pod? This is your segment. Yeah, this is your time to shine. We are uh, about to compliment your team. This team is really freaking good. Uh, they look like the best team in the league right now. I'm not, I'm not lying. Uh, in my opinion, they are on their way to worlds i think they're gonna do it yeah um, i would honestly is, say which is what i said at the, wise, yeah they're 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 gonna be first wow yeah i mean i would literally would not be shocked at this point i think 
I think they're insane. Um, Abadagi was clearly the missing piece um, on this roster. I'm personally, I'm just happy for someday. He's finally got a good team, <laughs> you know, for like the first time in, you know, a few years, he's got a, he's got good pieces around him and good people. Um, so yeah, some daddy's finally got, a, a team to roll with. So, uh, yeah, I give this like a 1090, uh, the 90 in favor of hundred thieves. Uh, how about you? I just, I just don't see it happening. Funnily enough, uh, I, I'm probably more positive than you on this one. I'm okay. pro- I was giving this a 25-75. Oh, okay, sure. So, don't get me wrong, I think we have a less of a chance than we do against versus Liquid, but uh, I, I, I do see little faults that, again, we have to be playing like really, really good to yeah. have this 25 happen. But if you've watched 100 Thieves games... They typically, so far, granted, I, I think this team has not shown everything they've got. Okay. But so far, they've shown that they typically like to have closer play around the bot lane and the mid lane. And they've typically left someday to his own devices. And the plus side for 100 Thieves right now is, like, a lot of people have pointed out that someday was having a bit of a slump towards the end of spring. It doesn't look like he's in that slump anymore. He, <laughs> he looks like he's back to old, good old some daddy. And yeah. he's going to show you what daddy's really made of. Oh, yes. so... <laughs> Yikes. So, um, with that said, though, uh, like I said, Closer's been putting a lot of focus on the mid and bot lane, which is fine. Yeah. That's just their play style. Right. However, from a strategic standpoint, there's room there to be punished on. Mm-hmm. And so, if we decide to make it a point to go top and try and shut down Sunday and have him revisit his old slumping days from the end of spring, there's possibilities there. Okay. Is it likely? Is it likely? No. But again, kind of, kind of highlighting little uh, foreshadowing of my forecast this weekend. If we want to beat hundred thieves, we're targeting Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I think, yeah, you got to target Sunday. Uh, You just, you just have to outplay them and like, I'm sure it can happen. I just don't really have the confidence for it. If that's fair, I just, I just, I, I don't have the confidence for it either. I don't think, <laughs> just, I don't think uh, it's happening. Yeah, but not seeing it, man. Not but seeing it. So, if if we're to do it, yes, that's how I predict that we do it. Okay, I think that's fair. I think that can be, I think that can be done. Um, all right, finally, uh. Probably, if we're going to pull off another 1-2 curse week again. Um, I'm so tired of these 1-2 weeks, man. I You have no idea. Just... You and me both, dude. Oh, man. I, I think everyone in the community is tired of these 1-2 weeks. I think we were all just thrilled to have a 2-1 week last week just to get a little, like, hurrah in there, and now we're just right back to it again. Yep. Uh, this is a... I know it's really early in the season. This is a must-win match. You have to win yeah. this. Like, this is your direct opponent. Um, this is a winnable game. Uh, yeah, like, they did so well in week one, and then week two, they 0-3. They went 0-3 uh, this week, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they like, they 0-3. Uh, and their losses were Evil Geniuses, Dignitas, and TL. Um, so... And just my my little disclaimer is that first EG game they had pretty in instead of insanity. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Curly says I genuinely have no idea what to think in this matchup. 
I've been <laughs> unable to get a good read on Immortals. They win matches I don't expect them to in Week 1, but then go 0-3. But we beat Evil Geniuses who beat Immortals, so hypothetically we should beat them. Okay. Okay, uh, by that logic, send it. You know what? At, at that logic, 90-10 in favor of FlyQuest. <laughs> yep, <laughs> We're going, send uh, it. No, I actually am pretty confident that we can beat them. Um, I think Palafox is way better than Insanity. I think Licorice is way better than Revenge. Um, I think Xerxes is probably better than Jose. I think Xerxes goes underappreciated. Um mm-hmm. And then I think Especially our... Especially with the Rumble in the meta. The man's yeah. actually been a Rumble jungler he's, since way, all the way back in 2017. He's nutty. And then I think the bot lane is pretty even. Um, so I think we just... Like, we're better solo lane-wise. Uh, like, hands down. So, again, for me, it's just like, get a good, aggressive draft where we can get priority in lane, uh, stack some drags and uh you know clean 25 28 minute win like it should not be you know too difficult you know i think it'll be probably a little close but like this is a game that we should win um you gotta win these games so that's how i'm feeling on that how about you yeah me yeah i'm i'm just trying to think so I, I agree with you i think Xerxes is probably better than jose diodo and that's gonna be a huge matchup point because yeah. honestly, if Xerxes can affect the rest of the map before Jose Diodo can, I don't. Because the thing is, like, I think Palafox is a little better than Insanity. I think Revenge has actually leveled up a lot. I think he's getting to be a decent top laner. And if okay. Licorice is kind of in a slump right now, I still think Licorice is generally better than Revenge. But if he's slumping right now and Revenge is leveling up, that that level is pretty close. Yeah. And so that's where Jose Diodo and Xerxes come in. And if Xerxes is beating Jose Diodo to the punch, that little tiny difference is going to get upset the opposite direction. And then it's going to suddenly start flying in Mortal's favor. And that's what I'm nervous about. So once again, I think honestly, this weekend is really just going to come down to how good is Jose Diodo. Is he going to live up to being import status for us? Is he going to live up to the legend that he is, that he was down in Latin America, <laughs> that he showed on the international stage back in Worlds? Like, this is the weekend that we need that man to show up. And I think he can, but, like, I am, like, this is the weekend we're banking on him. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Jose really needs to step up. And I think, um, I think we got to see more from Licorice. I, I know we were talking about this earlier, but I just got to reiterate that we need him to uh, play at a level. I mean, I just remember a few, several moments over the weekend where he was either sticking around too long or he got caught out. Just like mistakes that you would not expect from him, right? Like that you mm-hmm. would expect that at this point in time, uh, with his experience at his level, that he wouldn't stick around. I think. Um, uh, versus Golden Guardians, uh, he walks back to lane, he steps out, and Iconic and Solo have just been sitting in the uh, top bush, um, just waiting for him to come back. And, like, there's no missing ping, uh, he doesn't, like, face check, he doesn't put a ward, he doesn't even check the, the brush, he just walks up to lane, and then they just jump on him and kill him. Um, and I'm not saying that, like, that's dumb but like that's something i would do in my bronze games i would just not not check the bush you know and like 
But you like if you don't know where your lane opponent is, right? Like, like throw a ward, like do something, like get some vision to know where your opponent is. At that, it, it, it kind of goes back to I just I think Licorice was playing a little too disrespectful this weekend, and actually this kind of brings up the one brief point I wanted to mention. Yeah, why is it that <laughs> iconic, who has been playing abysmally? <laughs> and I say that knowing I use I, I say that knowing I use that word for licorice. Yeah. Abysmally <laughs> for the whole year. Yeah. Has his well, first real standout game against us. I like, know. Why? It's like it's just so classic, <laughs> right? And like I, I don't think iconic, because people were like really trashing on him and Niles. And, you know, I just want to say I know I like trash Golden Guardians a lot, but like Again, this is a kid who was literally playing in collegiate last year. Uh, you know, I think he he's not been amazing, but he's also been thrown onto an underperforming LCS team. Um, you know, with a bunch of similar level players, and the community then expects him to just be, you know, the next, you know, Bangi or Blank or you know whatever and it's like no give him some time but uh yeah so maybe we're finally seeing uh the true iconic coming out and of course uh it happens against us so yeah like he had a he had one rumble ult that was um uh around a uh, one of the ocean drakes uh like around 20 minutes maybe like closer to 20 minutes that was so perfectly placed in bot river um, that just mm -hmm. completely cut off our pursuit and stopped us from potentially taking a fight. Like we were saying earlier, you know, with a team fight comp, uh, you know, a fight that we want to go for. Um, yeah, he had a great ult that stopped us. Um, that reminds me, there was another play, there was another moment that like just kind of made me, you know, facepalm a little bit where Licorice, I forget if he TP'd in or he came in, but it was a drag fight. It was for Ocean Drake. He got a fantastic ulti off. I think he might have gotten four of them. And there was yeah. it, it, there was no follow-up. And so, like, and that was like what I was just, saying he, was he got the, solo. He got the stun off. He got the ulti, I think, into the wall. And then just dies. Because there's no one else there to do damage. And I was just like, what are we doing? Why are we not talking about oh, I'm going for this ult, or I'm, you know, and then people are there to deal the damage. You've got the Akali. Why is the Akali not instantly in there, just eviscerating the entire Golden Guardians lineup? So, actually, because I'm looking at it right now, I have yeah. it pulled up, and what it is is that Solo is in there, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying about uh, just Solo actually smurfed on Licorice this match. Basically, Solo comes in and just blocks off the entire team from being able to get because licorice hit a great ult but solo comes in and just like literally a giant wall no one gets past solo yeah at all and then set being set he's far tankier than nar which kind of goes back to the nar pick why do we pick nar it just he doesn't solo doesn't even die because he just pops a true grit or his shield or whatever yeah and he literally just walked out yep yeah I will note that on the stream, your camera has frozen in a really funny face. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, 
Do I need to reset or something? Or? Uh, yeah, maybe just reboot your camera or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, your camera's frozen. It's kind of funny. Um, oh, now he's. Uh, oh, yeah, you're back. Better. Uh, yep, you're fixed. Yep. Uh, I'll cut that out. Of oh the God, way. I'm looking at it on my yeah. phone. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good one. Um, Screen screenshot that someone make a meme out of it. Yeah. I don't know what oh, you can oh, use man. that for. But... When uh, when uh licorice gets a perfect um nar ulti and there's no follow-up <laughs> that's the meme right there um like, the only way that'd be better is if my finger was up or something yeah yeah exactly um okay so just to finish this up with uh back to immortals real fast um give me your percentage for this game i'm gonna give us 40 60 wow. I, I think this one's close uh, I was actually gonna do fifty-five forty-five for us. You really? You I think FlyQuest has a better chance? I we are only one win behind them. Like it's not. This is not hundred thieves that we're going up against. This is not Cloud Nine that we're going up against. It's Immortals. Um, yeah, no, no, all tr all absolutely true facts. So I. Yeah, I think this is going to be a, another 1-2 week. Uh, if we can beat TL, 2-1. Uh, but I just don't see us beating 100 Thieves in their current form. I just don't see it happening. Uh, Road Roller says... Well, he also says Logic doesn't work in NA. And then he also wants to know who your girlfriend is picking uh, <laughs> for these games. Because that's truly who will win. Which, uh, this is correct, folks. Nox's girlfriend is actually a savant when it comes to uh, yeah. LCS pickums, uh, and this brings up another topic that I, I, I'm I'm not salty at all on either of these topics. Yeah, that we're can you uh, what what was uh, Road Roller's take in the uh, Discord earlier? I can't pull this up otherwise I'll lose your yeah, I, I got video. It. So, but read this I, out for I, us because this was fantastic. So I asked in a Discord earlier if there's anything anyone wanted to talk about, and Road Roller wrote, how are we, people that are watching and following the LCS, losing to, A, someone who randomized their picks for the first week, Hooli, who finished 11-4 the first week, and someone that knows nothing about LCS whatsoever, my girlfriend, yeah. who doesn't watch LCS and has only ever listened to the <laughs> things that I've said about it out loud when I'm, like, venting about things. Oh my she God. knows nothing, and she is currently the leader as of week two in our pickums right now and is she she's, actually the leader she's actually number one she's sole first place no way she went she had the highest score tied with night fighter this week at 13 and two okay well uh and i am not salty about it whatsoever that's that's <laughs> actually insane um you're you're gonna have to let us know what she picks so that we know what the script is. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll give you guys the insider scoop, but I'm not gonna yeah. release that information to the public. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we'll get the inside her, scoop. Her, yeah, her knowledge I, is too powerful. If I if I ever need to uh, not watch a weekend, I'll we can just ask uh, your yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you the little inside scoop, Sandy. I got you covered. Perfect, perfect. Um, all right. So yeah, I'm saying one and two, another one two week. I'm feeling it. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I guess, technically by my standards, I am terrified. But I, I, this may be an, our first 0-3 week to kind of set us back on schedule for, uh, on average, going 1-2 and two every week. Oh, 
man, please no. Anything but. I, I, I truly hope not. I truly, truly hope that's not the case. But, 03? Uh, yeah. 03 is so depressing. Like, they found a way to take an 02 weekend and make it even more painful. You add another game, and you lose that one as well. And now you're 03. It's even worse than 02. It's, I just... Thanks, LCS. You, uh... You managed to make weekends potentially even more painful uh, than they already were. So, <laughs> good job on that. Uh, one more take from Curly real fast. He wants to see the meta shift back towards the bot lane, and he wants Dreams to play a little more Rel. Okay. I'd be down with some Rel. I like Rel. Uh, I, I never minded Rel. I thought Rel was always a very fun I, pick to watch. Rel's a good champ. Um, yeah. Let's get dreams on some rel. Let's get dreams on some. Uh, let's get him off I, Tom Kench. Let's get him on Leona. Let's you know. I, I think honestly, depending on certain team comps, I think you can fit rel in the in this meta even right now. Granted, yeah. it's become a niche pick and not a meta pick, but I think it's pickable depending on what's happening. So, I I wouldn't mind seeing it. No, I think that's fair. Um, especially with all the mobility, like. Literally looking at this Golden Guardians game, you've got Rakan, Ezreal, Lee Sin. Like, you get a Rel ult on any of those three, that's, like, real bad for them. Yeah, yeah, it's... It can get real... Rel painful real fast. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> great. Well, we'll see how this weekend goes. Um, are there any other good matchups? Uh, I mean, let's just take a gander around the league real fast. Uh, Cloud9 and 100 Thieves. Cloud9 bounced back. They're on a four-game win streak. 100 Thieves is on a five-game win streak. We've already talked about just how insanely good this team looks. Um, I'm fully expecting a Cloud9-100 Thieves final in summer. Uh, absolutely. I think the most interesting match that I can see coming up on week three is TSM versus Cloud9 on Sunday. That's pretty much the most like interesting one that, that I can does find. Seem, that does seem like a good game. Uh, obviously, 100 Thieves FlyQuest just for the inter-podcast rivalries. Um, I don't know how much of a rivalry we're going to have, Sandy. <laughs> well, look, you know, uh, it, it is what it is. Um, man, CLG does not have it much easier. 100 Thieves, Evil Geniuses, and Dignitas. You would think they could get, like, one win out of that group, right? You would think. You would think. You would figure. And then Golden Guardians almost has the exact same uh, matches, too. Dig, EG, and TL. So. Oh, actually, I take that back. TL versus 100 Thieves is also on Sunday. Honestly, oh. Sunday's got some bangers. Yeah, Sunday's got some really important games. Yeah, like T like TL, 100 Thieves. The CLG Dig one, that's kind of boring. EG, GG, that's kind of boring. Uh, but TL 100, TSMC 9, and then Us versus Immortals. Very, very important and good games right there. Um, All right. Sunday should be I'm good. Down happy, yeah, I'm uh, sitting down Sunday. Yeah, happy Father's Day on that one. Uh, oh, I just realized that I'm not even watching it then. I gotta yeah, I'm, I'm probably not <laughs> watching those games either. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be. Come elsewhere. on, LCS. Come on, LCS. Why you, why you got to schedule the best games on, uh, on Father's Day? You, you know we're, uh, you know we're good like that. We're not gonna ditch our dads on Father's Day. Uh, <laughs> Uh, did you want to hit Academy real fast? Yeah, I mean, I can just do a quick highlight, I guess. This, yeah, past, we, uh, week this past week was uh, 
It was eight. We went one and three. Yeah, it was it was rough. We got rolled by C nine, and then one one versus um, TSM. What was it? TSM. Yeah, and, that, which, and that's yeah, an academy be. team that you need to be beating. Is. Um, yeah, that's so, they're not a good academy team at all. Oh, I don't know. And, which is frustrating too because we lost them in the proving grounds and we were knocked out by them. Like that shouldn't have happened either. Yeah. Uh I will say uh I am really enjoying the best of two format for Academy. Yes. Uh, it's so I good. absolutely am too. It is so so freaking good. Um I almost would love to see LCS do it. Uh it be a little tougher, I think, for them to run. Um, but, man, I like Best of Two a lot. Because, A, it works for scheduling. Because you know what time, uh, you know, you know how long it's generally going to run. And then it works for, um, you know, you're not getting... You can have a tie, and then... Everyone loves ties. Everyone knows that you know Europeans love ties. We all know Europe's more superior we than all, NA. Yeah, we, we all know. Take their format. Exactly. We're just gonna steal their L LEC format from like season eight or something. I forget when they did uh, the best of twos. But yeah, I like the best of twos. Season for seven with us when we were doing best of threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, never again best of threes in North America, please. Um, I can. Let's only... see this, this week though. We have TLA coming up. This oh. TLA. We have TLA and 100A. Oh well, I uh, that's going to be a rough one. I <laughs> oh god, Cole, Cole and Jordan are just going to like crap on us later. Yeah, we're just going to get absolutely <laughs> destroyed, dude. Um, uh... just, like Hundred Thieves Academy is so good. Hundred Thieves just as an org is absolutely stomping kids. They're smurfing right now. The in only thing they're not smurfing in anymore is the actual amateur scene. Their 100 next is kind of sl slacking, but I mean, you can't have perfect seasons all the time in all three branches. Well, and then I was, I was going to make a joke about uh, their Valorant team, but FlyQuest doesn't even have a Valorant team, so I can't really even say anything. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean... We we can pick fights with other or or other orgs that aren't <laughs> what we're participating in, right? Yeah, like it, exactly. we have no stake in this game. We're allowed to do that. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's Academy. Uh, I don't know how much. Go go, go cheer go cheer the boys on. Um, yeah, if I'm being honest, on. I I T we can beat TLA. I I okay. they're good, but we we can beat them we are a good academy team yeah i agree. Um, i would agree with that actually 100 thieves academy is honestly probably the same level as cloud nine academy in which case that's going to be a rough matchup i wouldn't be surprised if we go zero and two there um yeah, i'm hoping to take go one, one, one game though. off i'd be happy with that so um yeah th those are pretty much my goals i think cool. we can go 2-0 against team liquid i mean Minimum expecting 1-1. One, one. I think we can go 2-0 and then 100 Thieves Academy. I'm hoping for a 1-1. One, one. Wouldn't be surprised with an 0-2. Okay, cool. Uh, any other... Else, Sandy? Yeah, any other topics that you want to hit real fast? No, not unless you want to roast me real quick. Uh, yeah, so let me just say... Let me pull up this uh, this result. Uh, in Fantasy LCS this weekend, uh, Nox War and I went up against each other. Final score... Uh, hype quest managed by Knox War three hundred forty points point thirty eight three forty point thirty eight, and then Sandy Quest uh, managed by Sandy Toes uh, three hundred sixty four point oh eight points, and uh, you know 
sometimes you just got to do it to them. You got to take the dub. You got to... <laughs> So, so you got a ban not banning the freaking rumble against closer well you uh times in one week you banned my you banned danny's Ezreal, and that was a good ban um which was on, honestly the main thing that even kept it close for me if i'm being yeah. honest with my players yeah and then i did i did ban the silas which was a good one and then you know, palafox underperformed this week because he had like a negative two and a half point game versus cloud nine Santorin popped off for you though. Oof. He he did, which that is man. a part of the reason why I was hyping him up earlier and why I truly think he's the number one jungler in LCS right now. That man over went crazy. Um I was actually having a thought about fantasy LCS and like I think the next one, if if there's one like next spring, I think it'd be more fun to do one where it's like six players, you know, like six or eight rather than a full time. That, that way we can get all the quality players instead of literally maxing well, out the league. Also, like you've got all the quality players, but then you get to play around with like the waiver wire and free agents and stuff. Yeah. So no, like see, so then so then it's like, oh, okay, so uh I have Insanity as my mid, but he's playing hundred thieves, TL and Cloud9 all in one weekend. Oh, but uh, Palafox is a free agent, and he's playing Golden Guardians, Evil Geniuses, and Dignitas. Hmm, I wonder what player might potentially score more points this week. And then you just, you know, pick up Palafox and do better. So there's a little bit more strategy to it. No, I agree. Totally. I would love to actually kind of do a reduced league instead of 10 players. For sure. Well, maybe we'll have to explore that. For now, uh, remember, folks, uh, go fill out your... FlyQuest Pickums in the FlyQuest Discord, run by the Pickums Commissioner Knox Ward himself. Uh, there is a grand prize of a summer split jersey uh, on the table for that, which might end up getting worn by Knox's girlfriend. Uh, it <laughs> at this rate, yeah. <laughs> at this rate, uh, it's definitely not getting worn by me. I think I'm like, I don't know what I am. I I'm under 500 winning percentage right now. You, um, sir, are... No, you're 500 on the dot. Oh! The, okay, the comeback you, is real. You went, you went like, 5 and 10 and then 10 and 5. Uh, the comeback, it's comebackable. <laughs> it starts right now. Uh, here we go. Comebackable for sure. Uh, you can follow the Flight Check Twitter, at Flight Check Crew. Uh, we also will post this show uh, on YouTube, uh, on our channel, Flight Check Crew. Uh, we don't have a vanity URL yet, but we'd like to get one someday. Yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll talk Charlie about that. Yeah, so help point. us, uh, help us blow up, uh, help us go viral, and we can, uh, you know, maybe get some some cool stuff going on. Um, yeah, three followers for uh, affiliate, by the way. Yeah, we just need three followers for affiliate. So uh, hit that, smack that follow button. Uh, we do this show live every Monday night, or almost every Monday night, uh, seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the show also uh, is rewatchable on various platforms, re-listenable on various platforms. Uh, you can follow myself at SantosDB on Twitter. You can follow Knox at Knoxwar, N-O-X-W-A-R-R. Uh, you can follow Curly. Uh, he's totally okay, folks. Don't worry. He's just working tonight. And um, you can follow him at Curly underscore QQ underscore uh, remember always to hashtag showcase greatness. 
thanks for watching the show. Uh, we will be back next week with a full three-man setup. And, yeah, I don't have any quick shout-outs or plugs, Knox. If y'all want to go celebrate with 100 Thieves because of their team, they're going to be doing 100 Talk Pod here in about uh, an hour. An hour. So do, go do that. Uh, outside of that, uh, I know I was a very negative Nancy uh, <laughs> on the show tonight. But seriously, go exactly. show our players some love. Go go give Lickers some love. Jose Diota, Pala, Johnson, Dreams. Go go show them some love on Twitter. I know they don't tweet that often, but they do actually read their Twitters. So when they do when they do tweet, yeah. hop into their mentions. Tell them how much you love them and that you're going to give them a nice big hug when you can. Uh, you know, it'll warm their hearts. So uh, well, uh, outside some, of that, that's yeah. Outside of that, uh, someday we will all get together and have a nice uh, big group hug. Uh, all three of us will meet up at LCS would, someday. Would be sick. I would that love would be that would be a great day. For now, this has been Season 1, Episode 13 of Flight Check. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there and enjoy yourself some professional League of Legends. See you guys. Have a good one, guys. And in honor of Curly, peace, y'all.